Welcome, 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 welcome to another edition, episode number 56 of the Soup Shoes Podcast. We got the whole crew, myself, Eric, a.k.a. 26 and 17. They're playing right now, and they somehow they're down six points, but it's still early third quarter. Um, We got Ernest, a.k.a. Make the Trade, Get the Parade, and also we got Armani, a.k.a. Back at 500 again. So today, this episode, and also Josh, he'll be in in a moment. Um, deal with some with some with personal issues, but he'll be he'll be here later today. He'll join join us later today in the pod. So later, so topics today. Um, we had the surprising news that happened earlier today. Um, Adrian Griffin was let go by the Milwaukee Bucks. At 30 and 13, second in the Eastern Conference. But there's been some rumblings during this during this the during the this part of the season that in the um in the organization about how he was coaching. Um their defense, which was top five last year, is at 22nd in defensive rating this month alone in January. They are 27th in defensive rating. Um, there also there were also rumblings about um, Giannis not getting not uh, Giannis um, not liking the um, direction of the uh, the team. Um, there was also rumblings about Dame Lillard um, not liking where he fit offensively with the Bucks. Um, also. If you remember the, if you remember training camp, you have one of the assistants, Terry Stotts, got to a little bit with Adrian Griffin, and Terry Stotts left the organization. And also, you had another incident with Bobby Portis after the Pacer game at the end season tournaments after the end season tournament semis in the locker room. Bobby Portis got got a little into it with the coach, so there were little pockets here and there pockets of smoke firing and now they realize that it's still early but it's still halfway through the season and they had to cut their losses so Adrian Griffin is out the door and now they're rumblings about Doc Rivers being the placement head replacement as head coach for the Milwaukee Bucks so give us your thoughts on What's happening in Milwaukee, and what and Man, what do we do from there? That guy Doc Rivers is fiending. He on the sideline like I need it, I need. And also, it also, also, and also, um, he was the mentor for Adrian Griffin, basically. So, so now <laughs> this this happened early today with with the reports that Doc Rivers is the next in line for be the head coach. We'll see. So, give us your thoughts on that. Um, I mean, you pretty much explained it. The writing's on the wall. Um, Bobby Portis got into it with him um, during the in-season tournament. Dame felt like he couldn't adjust to the offense. Giannis been having issues. And on the, like, jokingly side, you know, Twitter's been having a field day with this. They said <laughs> they said that <laughs> they said that they that he was trading Giannis' brother. <laughs> That's why he got. That's why he got fired. But 
all in all, though, like, also, we can't blame everything on the coach because we knew this. We knew this was going to happen this season. We said it when we broke down all 30 teams before the season, especially when they got Damian Lillard. We was talking about the feet, well, the pros and the cons of of that trade. You lose Drew Holiday, you get Damian Lillard. So you're you're prioritizing offense over defense. So you lose your best perimeter defender, right? You have Malik Beasley starting at the two guard, who's not that great of a defender either. Brooke Lopez is getting up in age. You can't count on Giannis to do everything. And then the guys off the bench is not that playing that quality defense that you once had when you won that championship. So part of it is also personnel. That's the that's a big issue as well, too. So, yes, part of the coach, part of the personnel. But it's like, what can you do about that? So now, excuse me, you put Doc Rivers into the fold, right? Y'all know how I feel about Doc Rivers. Overrated. Uh, constantly just getting opportunities. Fine, whatever. And I don't see him moving a needle. He don't make adjustments. And the Bucks, the way it's looking, they're looking like a second-round exit. And I was having this conversation with a, with a guy at my job the other day. And, you know, he was just picking the dark the, – well, not the dark horses, but the, the contenders in the Eastern Conference. He said, Milwaukee. I'm like, nah, man, Milwaukee's not there. And it's not because they don't have the talent. It's that they don't commit to the defensive end that they put themselves in these situations that they can't get out of. So early in the season, in season tournament going, well, the second in season tournament game with the Knicks going back and forth, giving up a bunch of points. The first time around, Brunson was able to score, what, 45? He had 45 on them, right? But not, yep. not much you could do. And then last week, they got bailed out by Dame hitting the game winner against the Kings, a game that the Kings should have won. So, yeah, you could score, but you can't guard. I don't think Doc Rivers really changes. Like I said, he's not really that great at making adjustments. So, but you know what? They might be all high and mighty on Doc Rivers. But let me ask y'all: y'all, y'all think, y'all think that's the move? I think that yeah, I think it's what's hundred percent happening that this is happening that he's uh, coaching the team. More than likely, it's probably going to be Doc Rivers. Um, it's just like <laughs> it's crazy that you know Doc is still living off this 08 championship run. Crazy, um, d- despite his shortcomings that that he that he had um, in the past. Um, with championship teams, or championship caliber teams, um, I I just I just don't I don't think personally that the Bucks are confident in the coaching staff um, because when when you fire a head coach, more often than not, like you you do have the staff that have the same philosophy. You it, some. Obviously, may may be totally different than what you know, um, right. what the coach would do. But uh, for the most part, you know, it, it is one brain trust. Um, 
with the coaching staff and, and their philosophy and how they want to attack the game and their game planning. Um, so I, I think a part of that is just they just they they want someone from the outside who who has championship experience and or playoff experience and um and i think that's why doc is being considered uh, at least at this particular juncture because you know the the, the guys that have that have been mentioned that i've saw um haven't coached in a, in a very very long time um you know the likes of mark jackson which deservingly uh should be a head coach in 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 this league um jeff and gundy's name came up as well so it's like you know these guys haven't coached uh over 10 years i mean aside from mark jackson well no uh, just around um so i i understand it like doc is literally just removed from that right like lat from lat, last season he was the head coach of the sixers so um but listen like the vibes were off all season you know between the bucks and and well the bucks players and Adrian Griffin and um you know you could kind of see it on the floor like there, there were times where Giannis is like questioning what what Adrian Griffin is doing um <laughs> I don't know if you noticed there was a clip that's been going viral on Twitter right now just Giannis actually drawing up drawing up plays which is like I right, like the players do do that like that's not out the norm you know what I'm saying but um it, it just it just highlights it even more so um it, is it a surprising firing yes um, but I understand because like the vibes were not, were not really there. It was really off, uh, in that locker room and, you know, he, he didn't get the buy-in, um, of his team. And, you know, when you have chance championship aspirations and you're trying to build a culture, you have to get the buy-in of your stars at the end of the day, nothing else will work. Um, Unless you get the buying of, of, of your superstar, so you know, and, and evidently Adrian, Adrian Griffin didn't get that, and and that ultimately ultimately led to his um, you know departure uh, from the organization. So you know, uh, I I don't think the Bucks are in a world of trouble. Yes, defensively that has to they have to improve, but that's also more so like I, I can't necessarily blame that on the coach, like entirely because when you lose a guy like Drew Holiday. And then you, you you add Damian Lillard. Your philosophy clearly is we're gonna go more offense than defense. We're gonna try to right. outscore teams. Mm-hmm. You know, and then also, and roll, I just think. So. Sorry to cut you off, but I just also think that it was a it was a talent thing as well too. Like obviously, because like Chris Middleton was always the guy to bail Giannis out. And you know, Giannis. I mean, excuse me. Chris Middleton has been battling injuries lately. Um. And I believe he what he had a an injury that that derailed him for contending for that title back in um in 2022. So you getting Dame definitely gives you that re I want to say reassurance, but just that assurance that you have a high level superstar, not an all star superstar on your team that if Remember what we spoke about in that game against the Heat when Giannis was shaky? Was remember with that play where he threw up the ball so that way he didn't get fouled? Dame embraces those situations. Yeah. 
No, he does. Um, but again, like how the Bucks won the championship was defense. And you know, again, I'm I'm not gonna sit here and blame Adrian Griffin hundred percent on that because that, that's just effort on the on the floor. Like Dame openly admitted that he will he's not gonna be great on defense. He said I'll be okay, but that's not like mm-hmm. not what he does. Like he's he's never been a great defender his whole career. Um I just rather you not say anything at all, honestly. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, don't, and don't, don't say don't, or, don't, or just say, yeah. hey, like I, I'll make a concerted effort to make sure that you know from right. a defensive standpoint. The D Lo pitch. The D right. pitch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, don't don't yeah, don't do the D Lo pitch. Talking about now, you know, getting a stop, you know, that's <laughs> extra. That that's not what I do. Like, oh what? Okay. Right. Like, right. That's not what we want to hear. So um <laughs> Yeah, I, listen, at the end of the day, like, I get it. I understand why the Bucks did it. But I also, I, I just hope that they know that this is, not, like, any coach that you put here is going to have a difficult time defensively or getting the team to be better defensively because the personnel you have on the floor. You cannot start Dame and, and Beasley and expect to have a, 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 a defense that can stay in front of people. They can't. Right. So it's, it's easy to get to the rim. It's easy to go downhill and 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 cause havoc that way. Um and I and I guess that's why DeJounte Murray's name had popped up from Chris Haynes about them being interested, but you know, it's just they they have to figure out, you know, that's a that's a bad fit. I mean, he, mm. he's going to be if they get him, he's going to be implored to do one thing and that's you know, just focus on defense. The defense, I guess, you know, I guess. but um, I think the offense, it just, I'm seeing it from the offensive side of the game and it's just, it's just yeah. cluttered. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I, I, it's nothing more I can say. I, listen, I understand what the Bucks were, or, are trying to do. I just, I just don't know if it was the right timing because of the personnel that you have. I think they probably should just wait until the offseason to do it. But again, I understand. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. <clears throat> probably they felt like it was getting away from them early. So, the- Getting away, they thirty and thirteen, and then the second right. seed in the East. Yeah, but but, def- I, but defensively, especially the last two games against the Pistons, I think they felt like okay, um, this is not working, and we need to make a change. Yeah, but then again, it's like I said this like before before our season started when he did our preview was like okay, um, are you sure are they are they going to to be contenders defensively? With a new coach, a coach that, that hasn't had um, that hasn't had experience, right? You know, right. so it's like it's a rookie head coach. So the the timing of it was kind of surprising to most to some of us. But it's like, okay, the move. I guess they had to make the move because it's like, okay, we know we know our season is championship or bust. Yep. But, but here so, here's the thing, though. You 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 fire him forty something games into the season. You don't you don't think you, you don't think that you saw this writing on the wall when you first hired him? Like then again, but then again, Giannis like it's still early to hiring, me. So mm. Giannis was pitching for this hiring because and there was a report the out earlier today. There was a report <laughs> out um, earlier today that there was a report out earlier today that he was not going to play under Nick Nurse. So. Who's doing a great job right now in Philly, but we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yep. 
so we'll see. We'll see. Very, very interesting time in Milwaukee as they um as they try to, you know, ride the ship and see what see what the next move is. You might have a you're gonna have you're definitely gonna have a new coach. Um I think they I think the assistant Joe Portney, he's gonna be coaching them until they get everything finalized for Doc Rivers. So that's gonna be a real interesting hire for them because knowing that is playoff history and knowing the Bucks playoff history besides the championship year in 2021, it's gonna be very interesting to see where they where they finish in the playoffs. So just quick sidebar. Since since uh Josh is, is you know, we still wait on Josh to join the, the pod, but mid kale is yeah, cooking right points. now. He yeah, is cooking. Points. <laughs> yeah, he is he is cooking OG yeah. Adenobi for sure. Yeah. Um but yeah, did um, y'all turn bro. on him yet? Did y'all turn on OG yet? Nah. Y'all turn on Preston nah. two already. <laughs> did y'all turn bro, on OG dude. yet? Nah, not yet. Okay. No. Okay. Not there. Um, Not there at all. But mo- moving along, um, we're going to keep it in the Eastern Conference. Another trade had went down today. Um, Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier and my and so you have shot the Charlotte Hornets and the Miami Heat. Um, do a deal where where Charlotte is sending Terry Rozier for Kyle Lowry and a first round. I believe it was a 2025 20, 2027 2027 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, yes 2027 first um I think that was a uh good move that was good a good move, move for both both teams um considering that Rogier and Rogier's contract is actually a team option um after mm-hmm. after this season or next season if I'm not mistaken um I think next season and you know, having Charlotte to to get off those books, get an expiring contract, and a first to kind of they're starting to go in the direction of a, of a reset around Lamelo, um, Williams, and um, oh my God, Brandon Miller. So Brandon Miller, um, I I like the trade for both teams. I I, I now now I think Charlotte to me signals to the rest of the league that they're open for business to take on either dead money. Um, you know, to, to kind of get off these contracts uh, that they have on their books, and for Miami, um, they needed a point guard. They they yep. needed a guy that mm-hmm. that that can that can be a threat at, at the at the guard position. Um, they're going to be nights with Rogier because of the way Jimmy Butler plays, and he's like very he he not say he coasts, but he's he's very lax in certain Laid. spots of the game. Laid back. Right, he's not or, or not as aggressive, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, until yeah. you get to the playoffs. And that's that's that. Then he mm-hmm. turns into prime MJ. But um, but um, having a adding a guy like Rogier who can you know command the ball, take shots, hit big shots, score in bunches, can shoot the ball, um, a little bit undersized, but he is aggressive. He is going to keep that defense honest. Um, and it's going to open up a lot for. Um, Hero, Butler, and Bam to get off, and Jaime Hawkins. Like I, I think when you have it, when you if you have Hawkins and and Rozier and Butler on the floor at the same time, that is going to be a very dynamic offense. I'm very curious and interested uh, to see what Spo kind of mixes up for them. Um, 
because I could imagine that 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 high pick and roll between him and Bam was going to be very lethal. Um, because when you got Bam rolling to the basket, are you are you are you you're not going to go under the screen because Rogier is going to pull that three, or you know, are you committed to the roll man? And then you have the roll man, which is Bam, who you know who shoots great from the mid range and, and and can finish at the rim. So. Um, I, I like the trade for both teams, and I, and I and I think you know it, it's very rare you see a, uh, two di- two division two teams in the same division make make a trade that benefits both parties. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say that's cool and all. Heat fans, y'all got Lowry out of there. It's about damn time. That's cool and all. But what about the defense? What? <laughs> Don't worry, they got Eric Spolstra. Like, that's cool I and all. I'm I'm not, not, I wouldn't I, worry. I'm not but worried. Here's the thing, Rogier. Rogier, Rogier used to was a was a. I wouldn't say great, but he was a serviceable defender when he was in Boston, and all he has to do is be, again, is just give the effort, and he if he does that on, on on that side of the floor, the offense will make up for it. So my thing is, I get that right, <clears throat> but. In today's basketball, like we're starting to see, like the the best perimeter defender, usually, depending on the personnel, sometimes, even say majority of the times, does not guard the best perimeter player on the opposing team because they're saving their energy for the offensive end. So when I look at the projected starting lineup, right, possibly have Terry Rozier. Tyler Hero, Jimmy Butler, Hami Hakez at the four, and Bam. Okay, we understand that Jimmy Butler is the best perimeter defender, but do you really want him exerting all his energy guarding the best perimeter def- perimeter play on the opposing team? Yes, you can do that now. Okay. okay. Because now, again, like I said, Roger is averaging 21 points, and he's shooting he, – he's having career highs throughout all – all statistical career highs right now, right? Fair. Like he, he he's shooting about forty percent from 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 mid range from the field. He's shooting damn near forty percent from three, and he's averaging twenty one point three points a game. I mean, I, I, Jimmy Butler can say, "Okay, I, I can take the best guy because I know offensively I don't have to carry the load like I like I was required to do." Because again, okay. Terry Rozier is a guy that is going to put the ball in the basket. So I'm here for the switch off. What happens when it's like, all right, I got to go in takeover mode. I can't really exert too much energy on the offense. Terry Rozier's shot not falling. This is all situational, you know, you know, all situational, right? You're not going to pull Bam, even though Bam can guard some perimeter uh, players. But depending on who that opposing team is, right? And that's all matchups. That's all for every exposure to figure out and everything. This is me just, you know, just thinking about the different scenarios and everything. What if Bam got to guard that big and Jimmy Butler got to go in takeover mode? What do you do? Who's the who's the switch up? Like, do you count on Hami Hakez? Do you count on Tyler Hero? <laughs> I, think, you, it, I, I think I think I am I am I thinking too deep? Yeah, you are. I th- yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. You are. I think you're reaching yeah. a little bit. You're reaching. Okay. I, I think, you know why? Is his because. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Spolstra, no one's no one's Spolstra in the playoffs. He's going to cut that rotation. Put that zone on. Put the zone on. He's going to cut that rotation to seven deep. 
eight deep at the most. Yep. So you know, because Terry Bozier, he's going to be in that rotation heavy. So I'm not going to worry about. I'm not going to have supposed to worry about the others. Others. I know. I know that supposed is going to have his main guys at starting five. Right. Butler, Bam, <clears throat> Tyler Hero, Hawkes, um, Rogier, Tyler Hero, um, Haywood Highsmith, and that's it. And he's going to roll. He's going to play heavy minutes with them. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like so caught up on, okay, the mismatches and who, which, which big the guard, the switch off rotation. So, like, nah, Eric, hold on. Like, I'm on Cause he did it. He did the same thing last year. With I was about the, to, with the, this was about the to say like roster. You, you, so you didn't have those questions last year when Gabe Vincent was going on. They Man. went all the way to the finals. It's just, that's true. That's true. I'm just I saying. Think, like, I think because what it was though, it's Gabe Vince has been in the league for how long, right? Terry's been in the league for what? I I, I definitely want to say more than five years because I do remember that playoff run that he had with the Celtics. So Gabe Vincent was still giving service serviceable effort on the defensive end. Now Terry Rozier, I've seen quite at times where it's just like. Okay, like maybe their defensive end, defensive quality is the same. That's probably where I'm pulling this information from or my thought process is coming from. So that's fair. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, again, I, I just think, you know, like it's let's just see what it looks like on the floor first before right. we, you know, um, cast any aspersions on what that offense and defense is going to look like. Yeah. Um Staying in the Eastern Conference because the East man has has been, it's an arms race. Um, arms race. It's an arms um, race. First he had and, the Knicks, um, Pacers, and now the Miami Heat. Yep, and um, not. I mean, last week you had um, Indiana and Toronto make a trade and, and send in Pascal Siakam to Siakam <laughs> to Indiana. Um, <laughs> For uh, I believe the package was for Bruce Brown, Bruce, Bruce Brown, Jordan Noah, and three first round picks. And yes, and three first round picks. So, um, obviously, you know, Toronto is 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 on the mend to build around Scotty Barnes, uh, which rightfully so is which is, is what they should be doing, and you know, selling off the, the you know the the veteran contracts that they have and 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 those guys from that championship run. Um, and, um, you know, Indiana, listen, they had to make that move. I think it was smart for them because as much as, as, as much as, as prolific Halliburton has been this year and the style of play that he plays this year is, is could be very attractive to other stars. I don't think a star is kind of really signing up to go to Indiana. So the organization did something smart. And it's, they did something very, very smart, too, with Bruce Brown. So, obviously, Bruce Brown, I, I, his choice in the offseason was it came down to two teams, and it came down to the Lakers because <laughs> the Lakers had the MLE. They was going to give him the full MLE. And um, then the Pacers came in, um, you know, with, with that two-year, I believe, and it was a $24 million contract. So if 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 you look at it, you know he was going to get twelve million from the Lakers, but now if you can get twenty four from Indiana, you go get that money. So, um, 
you know, um, he signs with signs with Indiana. Indiana then um, trades him for a, a very good package in the star. So, and then now Toronto reaps the benefits of that. And then they could also flip uh, Bruce Brown for more picks um, down the line and more young pieces um, that they need to, to, to start their rebuild process around Scotty Barnes. So um, it makes sense for Indiana, you know, they, they've already played, I, I believe two games, if I'm not mistaken already together yeah, they're playing right now. Um, yes. And they're playing right now against the Denver Nuggets. Um, so, you know, I I still think they have a, a a move to make, but a nucleus a, a nucleus of Halliburton, Siakam, and Miles Turner is is I I think is 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 not if he's still there because they. They love putting Miles Turner and and uh, Buddy Hill in a trade. Well, they they always on a trade block every yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Every yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just think though, like you know, the, those three guys do complement each other. Um, I think Siakam's gonna like the pace of the. Uh, the I like, I think he like. I think he's gonna like the pace that the Pacers play at. Yeah. Um, and again, Halliburton's a guy's gonna get you the ball. So, you know, hey. he spreads the floor. He can shoot. You know, Siakam can also defend to a degree. Um, he is a big wing, um, and you know I, I think he is the 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 ideal like second piece to Halliburton and 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 what they're trying to do in Indiana. So um, to me, I like the trade; it makes sense for them. Um, you know, you're gonna have to give up assets to get players to you know to to, to be on that squad, and now they also have money this coming summer yeah, um, to resign them. And they can resign him, and also they can they can get another guy. Never know. Um, a guy by the name Paul George, who is also a free agent. Um, if if he, if he's not extended um, at any given moment this time uh, by the Clippers, so hey, I I think uh, you know Indiana has set themselves up well for the future, and and especially in the Eastern Conference, where after maybe the one or two seeds, if if. It's pretty wide open, so um, I, I think the trade bodes well for them. Yeah, so I think they needed to make a trade, and this is a perfect this is a perfect trade for them. Um, getting Siakam gives them a second score to pair with Halliburton, and basically what Ernest just said. Um, and also, even though he's on his last year of his contract, they had to Siakam had to ensure the pages that. He was going to resign him because if you if, because before the trade, there were there were rumors about the Kings, there were rumors about the Mavericks training trying to trade so for him. And is, is he committing? Yeah, he's committed to, to resign oh, the Pacers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Gonna okay. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Because remember, um, during um before the trade, there was rumors of him going to Sacramento. Yeah, but yeah. he was he he told the Kings, he told the Mavericks, he told other teams that I'm not resigning unless it's the Raptors. But, but I guess what happened was on with Halliburton. He met with Halliburton and met with a couple other teammates from the Pacers. It's like, okay, I want to. I've been wanting to, you know, play play alongside with Halliburton, and now you see the traction with Talia Halliburton is starting to get from get from other players in the league, saying that okay, Indiana might be a, another a destination to play alongside with Halliburton. Okay. So, 
and, and also just to get back on the on the topic, this is the the third. This that was the second trade that that was made by the team in the East in the playoff standings. Because as because as you as you look at the standings currently right now, one and two are basically in lock with the Celtics and Bucks. The three is the Sixers. Also, and after three from four to eight, it's literally wide open. But it's starting. They're starting to create separation because right. you got the Celtics, you got the Cavaliers at four, Knicks at five. They're gonna battle. I think they're gonna battle each other out for 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 home court, and you might be another. You might have another first round series between those two guys, two teams. Yeah. Then you have Miami. You have underneath. You got Miami, Indiana, Orlando. So let's see if those three teams and Indiana. So you got those four teams trying to battle out to stay in the top six, or they're gonna stay in the in the playing at seven and eight. So it's gonna be real fascinating these next couple of weeks before heading to trade deadline February eighth. Which other team in that group makes another move? So, so Indiana they need to make it and they made the move, and I and this is a perfect trade for them. Um, as far as the Raptors, as you know, they're they're gonna start. They they already start the rebuild mode. Um, their plan is to rebuild around Scotty Barnes, R.J. Barrett, and Emmanuel quickly, and also to retrain more draft picks. Um, also they're also trying to flip Bruce Brown for another boatload of picks. So let's see what happens with um Bruce Brown as we head towards the trade deadline. So there's a lot of other teams. Um, rumors to trade for him, Lakers, Knicks. Um, and speaking of the Knicks, um, just quick sidebar, real quick Jalen Brothers just hit a big shot, put the Knicks two, down by one. Down one, yeah. The Knicks the are gonna win this game, right? yeah. I, I, I'm I, not worried I, about this game, I ain't worried about this game because the whoa, Nets, they whoa, 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 whoa. I, I, no, I watched the Nets the last couple weeks. They've been dog dooted in the fourth quarter. Yeah, not against us, show. They've been they've been dog doodled except for the like the Clipper game. I didn't. That made no sense. Like a game, I'm still trying to figure out how they won that game. So, Josh, where are you? Um, yeah, Josh, you need answers, bro. Go, go uh, ahead, so, yeah. Eric, so yeah, those are my thoughts on the um on the Siakam trade. I just um just also it like I felt like um it's a battle of the arm. It's an arms race in the Eastern Conference playoff race between. The, the four through eight, and now, what are the other teams in the top in the top of the East going to make? What moves are they going to make? The Celtics, the Celtics going to make a move. I think they need to make a move to help the bench. Um, the Bucks, they fired their coach. What other moves can they make to at least fortify the defense? They got also you got rumors about Dejounte Murray. The Bucks linking to Dejounte Murray, like basically everyone wants him. Um. Yeah, the 76ers was gonna get him though. The 76ers, what moves can they make to, to solidify their position in the east? Um, and Joel and Beach just had a monster game last night, just dropping 70 points. Tyrese Maxey, um, he's averaging close to close to 30. So, what other moves can they make to solidify that that spot for, for the Sixers? So, a lot of moving parts going on right now as we head towards trade deadline. So We'll definitely keep an eye on that. Yeah. So um, when the go ahead, go ahead. when the when the the trade when the trade happened, 
you know, I gave some of my thoughts on uh on Instagram. If you don't know, follow us at the Swoosh Who's Podcast. Oh my god, um, Cam Johnson, what was that? Join the community, chop it up with us. You know, we here we love One talking hoops. Game, baby. Um, but you guys informed me on something I did not know. I wasn't sure of the security that um the Indiana Pace was gonna get by making that trade for Pascal Sayakon. Um, <laughs> come on, man, with the Sayakon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hey, so that was just one of my worries. No, that was that was one of my worries when the when the trade happened because it's like, all right. But let me ask you guys this question: How much weight does a verbal commitment hold, especially in the middle of the season? Um, here's the thing, though: like, agent relationships are very important. Okay. And um, mm-hmm. if a player says, "Hey, if I get traded here, I'm going to resign him," unless things just go, because he could be like, "Indiana sucks, French Lick sucks, it's country yeah, and out the, here," and then it's yeah, got the lead. So, Let's go. Um, you know, I, I, I think I, I, I don't see, I don't see a, a scenario where Pascal goes anywhere else. And, and I think he, the intention was he gets traded there to resign. Um, and that's what happened. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I'm pretty confident in that. That was, so that was a huge, uh, like I said, that was, I guess like a, uh, a thing to worry about, you know, when I was thinking about the trade, giving my grades and stuff like that, I thought that the Toronto Raptors did a great job, you know, landing those three first round picks. Um, because obviously they're rebuild mode, like we spoke about, they're building behind Scotty Barnes, and they still got talent that they can still ship out to get more picks, you know, see whatever those deals decide to be. But um, as far as the Pacers, like we spoke about, pairing up Pascal Siakam with um Halliburton that <laughs> hey man <laughs> pairing them up um that's it but yes they do need one more like definitely it gives them a wing presence on the defensive end something that they needed because the Pacers could not put they don't play a lick of defense I don't care what you say about Miles Turner sure he could block a shot here and there but like yeah like for 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 him to constantly be on the block, of course, his contract is, eh, but you know, you want to ship him out for other assets. But I think um, Pascal, he kind of like slows the pace down, especially on on the defensive end. So just giving my quick thoughts about that. So yeah, I mean, listen, mm-hmm. Indiana's zero three because they just lost since the just trade. Lost in the Nuggets. Thank um, you, Nuggets. They, you know, um, and. Um, like if they go winless, right? Which like, is this impossible, sucks. you know. But you know, I, I like I said, I, I'm very confident that he, the intentions were for him to be dealt there because he's gonna yeah. get the max dollars that he was actually looking for, that the other teams weren't too um, keen on. So, um, in other news, though, obviously, you know, trade deadline and all that stuff was looming, but we do have the Olympics this summer. And what's 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 crazy about it is um, finally we get the pool of I believe um, let me just see here if I'm not mistaken it says about like what 40, 41 players yes yeah, so I believe it's forty one to forty two yeah, players, players. Yeah. Um, who have been selected um, by the Olympic Committee and the USA Team Committee um, 
and that and here's the featured 20 so featured is features 28 players who have represented the US in Olympics and or FIBA men's world cup and who have together have collected 23 Olympic or World Cup gold medals. The 2024 USA National um, Men's Basketball Team finalists are Bam Adebayo, Jared Allen, Paolo Banquero, Desmond Bain, <laughs> Scotty Barnes, <laughs> Scotty Barnes, Devin Booker, Mikhail Bridges, um, Jalen Brown, Jalen Brunson, Jimmy Butler, Alex Caruso, Steph Curry, Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, Anthony Edwards, Joel Embiid, Darren Fox, Paul George, Aaron Gordon, Tyrese Halliburton, James Harden, Josh Hart, Tyler Hero, Drew Holiday, Chet Holmgren, Brandon Ingram, Kyrie Irving, Jaron Jackson Jr., LeBron James, Cam Johnson, Walker Kessler, Kawhi Leonard, Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, Bobby Portis, Austin Reeves, <laughs> Duncan Robinson, Jason Tatum, Derek White, and Trey Young. So, um, with that being said, clearly, clearly the, uh, oh, wow. Nick's, Nick's about to blow this. Um, clearly the USA is sending their Avengers. Um, and we knew this already though. Yes. Yes. Uh, I, I, I definitely, I definitely did. Um, I, I think we talked about this, um, like during the summer. Yes. During, during the summer. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, um, Man, I, 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 I just think it's 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 that's the starting five should be the starting five should be um, AD at the five. Your four is LeBron, or your I'm not even gonna go. I mean, it's gonna be positionless, so it's gonna be your best five to me is gonna be AD. LeBron, no, sorry, I'm Joel. I am sorry, AD. It's it's gonna be Embiid, Mister Seventy. Yeah, it's gonna be Embiid. Yeah, and it's gonna be KD, LeBron, DX chopping. It's gonna be Embiid, KD, LeBron, Tatum, and then probably Steph. Right, and then like off, then then your bench is gonna be AD Bam. Uh, it'll be AD Bam. Ooh, it gets tricky here. Booker, uh, you know, Kawhi. It, it gets it, it gets tricky when you get down to the nitty gritty of it. So, but at, at the end of the day, I do think you know uh, the USA team is is going to ultimately ultimately win gold um, because I, I I don't foresee anybody in the country uh, in the world beating beating this beating this uh, this squad that's been put together. That's fair. Um, really, not too much comments. You know, just just more participants to the pool. Um, but we, like you just explained, we all know that we all know for sure the guys that's going because last, well, this past summer it wasn't wasn't great. It wasn't good to us. So you bring out the big guns. You get LeBron. Randall, you Randall. get. <laughs> See, I would love to have that excitement about my favorite team, but uh, my favorite team lost to this team, the team that's in black, the Brooklyn Nets, the other night. So, but and 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 we're gonna get Randall Tinkett. We're gonna we're gonna get washed tonight too. So wait, what you said, Eric? You said get give it and take it. 
Hey, Randall Giveth. You know what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> C pours, C pours. Um, leave me alone. Randall give us Randall ticket. The right? How about that? Um, but um, every freaking time, bro. But, <laughs> before we could, before we conclude, though, before we conclude, because the Lakers are coming up to play in a few. Um, we talk about Embiid real quick. Cat. Yes, let's, let's talk about Embiid and Cat, and I also want to get to the trade deadline stuff. There's been a lot yeah. of stuff going on. So let's finish out with that. So last night, Joel Embiid put up a career high, um, broke the record for most points scored as a 76er, beating Wilt Chamberlain's record. I feel like Wilt has, like, every record. Like, he, in terms of, like, records, the record book, mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. just sits on top of records. But, you know, he scored 100, but that has yet to be proven. So anyway... Um, and bead, you know, I just found it very ironic that I just finished making a video on the late great Kobe Bryant. If you don't know, yesterday, January 22nd, 18 years ago, January 22nd, 2006, Kobe Bryant dropped 81 points against the Toronto Raptors. Um, I just found it really ironic that 18 years, 18 years to the day. Okay, Julius. Okay, Wait, hold, hold on. We, we got some action here. Okay, Julius. Well, I'm behind, so. Okay. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay, one. Julius. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, okay. I'm on But I just think it's, it was – quite ironic that um that you know mb came out the school and at one point you know i was panicking in the chat i was like no it really was panicking you really was panicking in the chat oh josh (laughs) that should have been an n1 but okay ain't no way ain't no way he about to score more than 81 points on my on the anniversary of my dog scoring 81 so that didn't sit well with me but yeah i get it but it was um it was a great game. I didn't really get to watch much of it. What's crazy because I, I I watched the game and I, I I thought I was like, hey man, is is he he could how he was cooking in the in the second quarter? Oh, I, 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 was, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's a TV anyway, timeout. It's a TV timeout. TV it's a TV timeout. Um, I I, I after the, after the second quarter, I was like, oh, I was like, um, I I. I think I think he might do it. And you know he might do it. When he got when he got the uh, 59 points through three quarters, I'm like, yo, he might he might pull it off. It, it didn't dawn on me until y'all said something. And then I'm like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Hold on. I was Slow like, down. No, all he gotta do is score 22. Ooh, right. He, he could do it. And, yeah. and, and like I'm saying it like Nick Nurse, sub him out, sub him out, sub him out. Um but you know, he was he was not subbing him out. He was he was tips and he was. But tips also last night, that was his first matchup with Wimby and Wimby dropped thirty three as well. But just like Embiid was just too much for the Spurs to handle. Um, so congrats to Embiid. But like we all say, I just wish that this translates to the playoffs. His dominant performance and his dominant run that Embiid is on for the season. Um, any any other thoughts about Embiid real quick before we get into Cat? Embiid is the best scorer in the league right now. Yeah, I don't care what no one says. Yeah, argue he's arguably the best big, the scoring big we've ever seen. 
Hey, we making we making Patrick Beverly look like a genius right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, you know what what he's been doing. You know, twenty nine sixteen fourth it's, quarter. It's 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 very impressive to see because the the mid range like from all points of the court it doesn't yeah. matter from yeah. the post mid range three like and he moves at his own pace yeah it's 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 aside from like the obvious flopping that he does because that is very annoying I'm not yeah. gonna lie it's very annoying but other than that he he gets to his spots and no and no matter what you, you like no matter what the defense is trying to do. He has a counter for that. So right now he is the best big man in the league, rightfully so. He is the MVP, and he should be two-time MVP at the end of this year. Yeah, definitely. No doubt. No question. So with that being said, we had another player, you know, who tried to <laughs> – these dudes were trying to give me a heart attack last night, <laughs> trying to go for 81 points. They need to <laughs> chill out. Call Anthony Towns. What did he put up, 62? 62, yeah. Yep, 62. 62. Kobe did that in three quarters, though. And, right. Uh, right. Like it's nothing. <laughs> Outscored the other team, the team that went on to go to the finals. But we, we could talk about this all day. But anyway, Cat dropped 62 in a losing effort against the, uh, the Charlotte Hornets. And he played his way. He played his team out of the game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on the bench. Yeah. They, 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 yeah, they were forcing because what happened was like, yeah, yes, the, the coach did did bench him, but like there was the reason why he benched him was he there was really there was force he was forcing shot after shot after shot trying to get to you know to whatever you ain't his goal that mean, was. Baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. The coach they the, and the coach like really ten threes though. Yeah, he hit ten yeah. threes. Ten threes though. In the he led into them in the post game though. He led into them in the post game though. He's like. They played. You played disgustingly. Um, that was not. That was not the right way to play basketball. Yeah, he was not happy after, after that. After that game and no, the yeah. ending. And on top of that, they had a fifteen point lead in the fourth quarter and blew it and lost. Yeah, not 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 the way you want to end a game, uh, a scoring outburst like that. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, kudos to Cat. But and, you know, it doesn't get that much praise because it was in a losing effort. That's very cat-like. Remember when Devin Booker dropped 70 in the L? Let's go get him. Let's go get him. <laughs> and Jay Crowder was like, I've never seen a team so happy to lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But crazy, man. But um and, and and lastly, before we end it, obviously, you know, trades have been happening. The, the trade deadline was, is in about two and a half weeks from now. Armani. February 8th is a special day, man. Um, February 8th is a very, very special day. <laughs> and um oh boy. That is not only is that is the trade deadline, but that also is the day the Kobe statue gets unveiled in front of crypto.com arena in downtown Los Angeles where the Lakers play. Myself not, and Omani will be in attendance. Staples Staples, 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 the house that Kobe built. Yes, the house sir. that Kobe built. Myself and Omani will be there in attendance, live in the flesh, in person. Hey, so Both look, rebound. We good. Make show. We good. If we y'all good. try to pull any of that BS, I'm tearing <laughs> that building down. <laughs> but, but, so the, the crazy thing is, it's the Lakers are in a very interesting dilemma. Um, you know, I'm sure Jeannie 
wants the vibes to be good. I'm sure Jeannie wants the atmosphere to be live and positive because it's going to be a very it's going to be an, 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 a very emotional day, um, you know, with Kobe and Gigi. And you I don't want to have you don't want to have the the the, the lingering nice. struggles of the season and the frustrations that the fans have with the performance of the Lakers thus far looming over that day. And then plus on top of that, we played the champions, the Denver Nuggets, the team that swept us. So yes, so we played the Nuggets that night, and it's on the first half of a back-to-back because the so, next night we played the Pelicans, which is the game that we're going to be attending. But yes, there's a lot of feelings in that game. Obviously, all right, I'm good. But, My team was again for obvious reasons. I wish I could say this. I wish I could say this. Where I wish I could say the same, Eric. <laughs> yo, coach. Yo, yo, yo. You need to fire coach and trace physical. Go ahead, Eric. Bro. Go ahead, Eric. Ooh. Go ahead. Go ahead. I feel sorry for you, bro. Go I feel ahead. sorry for you, bro. Wow, Josh, you ducking? You said you was joining the pod. We about to end the pod. Josh, right. are oh, you bro. ducking, Josh? Wow, Josh, you are ducking. Um, <laughs> but all in all, game is very emotional. Kobe Bryant is getting his statue, and we also play the Denver Nuggets, so. It's a lot of emotion in that game. Us as fans, we want to get that W because, like, we're that that's still something that we need, you know. Obviously, you want to win because of Kobe, but that's still something that we need. We got swept in the postseason in the Western Conference Finals, um, and we got to go get that. We we, we owe Jokic one. <laughs> you know, what's we crazy owe Jamal Armani? Murray one. Armani, um, because because it's gonna be an emotional day. And depending on um, what the roster looks like, uh, I think we get smoked. <laughs> I think we get. I think we get washed that night, man. Like I said, crypto ain't gonna be no more. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but as we talk about the trade deadline, obviously, you know the biggest name um, the Lakers have been linked to thus far is Dejounte Murray. What are your thoughts on the possibility of adding DeJounte Murray by way of trading D'Angelo Russell and possibly Jalen Hushifino and a pick and a pick swap um, for DeJounte? How do you feel about that? Um, and, you know, like, what, what, what are your thoughts? Just real quick, it's it's not a needle mover, man. It's not. Like, I like his skill set, but Ooh. it's not. It, <laughs> but, but. But maybe because the reason why I'm saying this is from what I've been seeing this season. I can use them. It's from what I'm seeing. Like outside shooting, not the best. Because of his skill set, because of his physicals, he's able to defend. But that's something that we I haven't seen this season. So that's why I'm saying. Can I ask you? Can I can I challenge you or on as to why you haven't seen it this season? Who is he paired up with? Trey. Okay. So if he if he has to be the primary defender on every single matchup that there is every time Atlanta plays, there's a lot on him to do. No, of course. But wouldn't that be the same when he comes here? Not when you have Anthony Davis on your back line. I mean, yeah, but from the perimeter. <laughs> so would you would you say Dennis Schroeder was a good defender last season for the Lakers? Not good. Very, and I don't want to say the word. I don't want to say. Uh, 
he definitely gave effort, like more than effort. Like there was times he's Dennis the Menace. Like, come on, <laughs> he's Dennis now, the Menace. Now, what I'm saying to you is Dilo's been great. He's been great for this last month. But he's playing so far. When playing. like when he started, his first hour. Yeah, yes, yes. Um, but like obviously. A Reeves and D'Lo backcourt. No, defensively it is no. it is horrid, right? No. Like it's terrible. They can't stay in front of anybody. They have trouble guarding point of attack. They're not. They're that's not their type of forte. They get beat on screens. You know, they get beat on one on ones a lot. Adding Dejounte mitigates some of that because one, the Lakers are not going to trade Austin Reeves. He's he's. For one, he's on he's on a long term salary, salary controlled. For what you get, the production you get out of him for the salary that you that that you're paying him, that is that is a positive value. Right. D'Angelo is on a two year deal. He's on the first year of a two year deal with an opt out after this year. And also, let me remind you, waived his no trade clause when he signed a new contract this past offseason. That to me is very telling to say that the intentions were he was going to get moved. Yeah. So what player is out there that's that's on the trading block? Would you would you give him up for Bruce Brown? D'Lo? Yes. It depends on what the package is looking like. Because then because they're not gonna play devil's advocate. Because if you if you trade D'Lo for Bruce Brown, who's gonna be your primary ball handler? Right, exactly. No, I get that. I feel that. So if you if you go to move the hey, but there's also works that we might be interested in getting Dennis back. So yeah, I mean I don't mind as, that, but as, like as much as much as we love Dennis, we also hate Dennis. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. But, we also hate him. <laughs> but again, like for, you're doing all that when you could have just resigned him, but you're gonna give right. up an asset to get him back. Like it doesn't right. make any sense, right? So um I I love the fit <laughs> personally. If if we get DeJounte, I, I think he he's the, the, the a prototypical point guard that we need. A guy that can get rebounds, can get downhill, who's a bigger guard, um, that can that can that can help with, you know, that can help defensively and offensively. Um, clutch guy, right? On the court and and his uh hey, his, we, his, yeah. his personal agency. Two game right? winners in a row, yeah. In a row. Um, you know, so We'll see. I mean, there's other guys on the trade on the trading on the trading block. I, you know, for the Knicks, they need bench scoring, and yes. I think I think that I I think the 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 best option for them or or the these three guys in no order. Colin Sexton. No. Um, Colin Sexton. I, I don't Brockton, think so. I, I, I'm, I'm saying three guys. It's Bruce Brown. It's Brogdon or Clarkson. Score? For Bruce, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruce Brown, it was Bruce yeah. Brown to score. Um, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. He okay. So if you think about Bruce Brown, he's not your um. A lot of people are like saying he's Josh Hart two point oh. Well, we got but he's news. the more yeah. Doc Rivers, he's Doc the Rivers, the head coach. Doc the Rivers Milwaukee is Bucks. now the, the head coach now, of the Warriors. Whoa, boom, big oh, yo, yes, yes. Man, I need man. that, yes. 
Yes. They can get an opportunity yes. after opportunity yes. after opportunity. Yes. Doc Rivers accepts. So this is live on yes. TNT right now. It says CNN reports Doc Rivers accepts Milwaukee Bucks Milwaukee Bucks head coaching position. Yes. This man is still riding the wave yes. of a championship. <laughs> what sixteen Guaranteed. years ago? Guarantee of three one losing the series. Sixteen oh, years boy. ago, right? Sixteen. Sixteen years ago. Yeah. Still riding the wave. Yeah, years ago. Yeah. I was in middle school. Wow. Yeah. How many three months seriously that coach had and how many and how many series playoff series he's lost with that? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, and on top of that, with Dame and, and Giannis on the clock both to win the chip. Mm. I'm if listen, if I'm the Sixers, if I'm the Bucks, no, if You're I'm the Sixers, the Cavaliers, Heat, and the Knicks, I'm licking my chops. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it pans out, man. Um, but um, wait, real quick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Pacers own them this this season. Um, but real quick before before we end it, um, yeah, I, I think the Knicks personally, Bruce Brown should be the number one get, um, because of the championship experience, because he's he's a, he's a Tibbs guy and CAA and all that. Um, and on top of that, on top of that, he um after the game Saturday, he he went on and said he he went on and said that hey, I'm a perfect fifth with Tibbs and the whole culture. I rebound, play defense. Also, I can shoot the ball. So basically, he's like he was campaigning. like basically he's campaigning himself to be on the Knicks. Yep. So, there you go. And I yep. think and I, I think it would be, be a perfect fit. Yeah, I, I think so too. And um, also, I'm not mad at, I'm not mad at adding Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, I think Brogdon, um, he's a big guard as well. Can, you know, can defend, can shoot, you know, Plays in control, um, and <laughs> should have signed him, baby. Yo, yeah, so we signed him. So I seen the report couldn't. yesterday. I seen the report yesterday that they were trying to get him back, and I'm like, get out of here! Like, what? Y'all let yeah. him go. Y'all yeah, let him go. No, yeah, let, let, let me have let me have Bruce Brown. Let me have Bruce Brown pause. Let me have Bruce Brown pause. <laughs> Yo, Eric, you gotta chill. <laughs> you listen, gotta bro. Chill. Listen, listen. My team is ten games over five hundred. We're approaching trade deadline. I I'm trying to make moves. I'm trying to go for the chip. I ain't trying to. I ain't trying to go. Listen, playoffs is all good. Oh, I here we want go. my team to win the chip. Oh, it's God. time. Here it's we time. go. You're it's not, time. You're, you're not. You're not better than the Celtics. So, all right, that that dream is dead. Um, we'll get there. We'll see. We'll see when, when they get there. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. I I think that's who who the, I think that's who the Knicks should target. Um. But you know, there's there's other teams out there. Obviously. Uh, <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah. That, that was OD Christian, right? That was OD. That was OD. That was what. Um, there also been uh, rumblings about uh, the Phoenix Sun. The Phoenix Suns trading. Hey, I said what I said, bro. Pause. That and you're doubling down. Um, um, wow. Um, I have a tra- lost, lost some train of thought. Jesus Christ. Um, so Phoenix, Phoenix also are been they've been rumblings about the Suns uh, getting Miles Bridges. So we'll see how that you know pans out and works with, out. With what assets? Um, probably Grayson Allen and um, uh, 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 what's his name, Metu, in a couple seconds or something like that. He's your best shoot. Whatever. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, again, these are just these are just things through the grapevine that I'm hearing, and you know, we'll see what happens. But 
And it's going to be a fun. On, go speaking on the Suns, real quick, we all seen this report. Kevin Durant. I'm going to try to, you know, yes, finish yes. this in about like Good two segment. minutes, two, two, two to five minutes, real quick. Kevin Durant, he like, well, I'm not the GOAT. Well, I'm not in the GOAT conversation. I, you know, we see Stephen A's rant, but like KD, like, do I need to go down a list of all the things that you've done? Let's start with the elephant. Well, you know, granted, Kevin Durant is one of the best scorers of all time. But you know what's crazy? Like, just sidebar, when he reacted to Embiid dropping 70 yesterday, Embiid, I mean, K- KD never scored more than 60. 55 was his career high. Yeah. So, you know, when you think of all the best scorers in, in the game, they definitely scored more than 60. Braun has more than 60. So, but anyway, KD, MVP, multi-time All-Star, first ballot Hall of Fame. But here's where two-time NBA champion with asterisk next to it. That's the reason why. Because you left your man's Russ high and dry in Oklahoma for dead. And you went to the team that beat you in the Western Conference in the seven-game series when you did not show up. This same Warrior team that you went to previously won 73 games and came within, what, a LeBron block, a Kyrie, what, jumper over Curry to win the championship. So you not the – why can't you be included in the GO conversation? Because you haven't done anything since you left Golden State. You've been in Brooklyn with Hella and James Harden, and you got nothing to show for it. Now, not everything is all your fault. I'm playing devil's advocate. Josh may think otherwise, but, you know, I will give you this. That game seven against Milwaukee, you was hooping. It's just a shame that you had a big foot, pause if necessary, was on that line, and that, that could have taken you out to the championship because that could have won you out of the championship because Kyrie was coming back. So that's why you're not in the GOAT conversation. And then you shy away. Now you're on Phoenix. You act out for a trade. You're on Phoenix now. You're with D-Book and Bradley Bill, who is the great value version, the Walmart version of what you had in Brooklyn. And how's that working out for you, KD? I know you hit a clutch shot against the, the, the Chicago Bulls the other night. And you've been hooping. It's no question that KD is not a hooper. But I came to understand that that's what you are, and that's a hooper. And that's okay. But Hoopers, leaders, guys who could take over. Well, actually, I'll take that one away. Hoopers and leaders are guys who are considered the goal conversation. You talk about Mike, talk about Kobe, talk about Braun, talk about Kareem, talk about Shaq, Duncan, Bill. You know, you the, the list goes on. And I'm actually, it's crazy that you brought that up because, like, Katie's what? Katie's definitely nobody's top 10. Huh? Katie's in oh, nobody's top 10. He's in my top 10. What? Yeah, 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 you're wild. What? Katie? Yes. Nah. Katie's top nah, 10. Come on, bro. Katie's top 10. We could talk about this another day. Yeah. <laughs> Katie's top 10. Yeah. See, I just struck a nerve. Katie, Katie's top 10. I don't 10. know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, man, come on. Whoa. I'm staying 10 toes down on that. But anyway, oh. not in my book. And that's what the show is about, opinions, right? Yeah. yeah but uh yeah. <laughs> but um that's just my spiel, KD. 
look, I'm not taking no credit. And when I post this, you might even DM us. Give us a follow while you at it though. But <laughs> KD though. Hey, K- hey, 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 scrap. I listen, scrap. <laughs> I, I ain't co-signing. I ain't co-signing some hey, of the things he's saying. Hey, scrap. Look, I tag my IG on all the posts too. So if you want to holler at me, KD, we could talk. You know what I'm saying? But KD though. You you good in my book, but to be in the go conversation, volcanic facts, Dante. Facts, bro. Facts, <laughs> facts. Okay, Katie, one of the ones, man. I, no, don't get me wrong. He a hooper. <laughs> he one, he of a the, hooper. one of the greatest hoopers of all and, time. And, and that I just thought now that since we on the conversation, we could our next episode we do like a little list, top yeah, five, yeah. top ten. You know. Yeah. I might revisit what I'm what I'm saying right now. Yeah, I but, think I, I think you should. But, but you whatever, should. whatever, right? <laughs> Katie, you good in my book? It's no disrespect, but to be considered in the gold talk, you're not there, bro, and it's okay. <laughs> it's right. okay. Right, With that being said, we're gonna wow. end this pod because um, I am not gonna follow up after that. Um, and until next Man, time, hopefully, ho- hopefully uh, we'll get some more trades in. Um and um, we need Josh back. Yeah, Trey we need Josh Young, back, Trey bro. Young, Trey yeah, Young, Josh Trey got some Young. explaining to do, um, on the next pod. So, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, uh, peace and love. Who about to watch the Lakers get absolutely crushed tonight? Yo, bet that um, money line with some with money, no, y'all. <laughs> I, but I pray they win tonight. But you know, I just, just speaking facts and reality, LeBron James is not playing. So, um, but until then, I'm good. Peace and love, everyone. Peace and love, everybody. And uh, we holler at you. Oops, see y'all next week. And I'm good, y'all.